Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. Coming to you almost live from deep in the heart of Texas, it's Drinking Texas podcast with me, Stephanie, and two guys whose beers are never half empty. That's Chip and Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Chip and Mike with the Drinking Drinking Podcast Texas. That's not right. It's the Drinking Texas Podcast. It'll probably sound better the other way, but go with it. But either way, yeah. So uh, joining us as usual is the goddess of love, Stephanie. Hello, hello. And Mistress Vicky, how are y'all doing today? Mm, hungover, but we're here. Yeah, yeah, here. I should be hungover with the way I introduced that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not. See, the problem is I'm still sober. Yeah, we're, that's We're going to fix this. Like yeah, no, we definitely need to fix that. Joining us today is Shannon Bajant. Hey, hey, hey. From the Black Sparrow Music Parlor out in Taylor, Texas. You also know her from Music is Taylor. Music the made music Taylor. Made Taylor. Music um, radio show on Duck Radio on Duck Radio in Taylor, Texas. Shannon, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, and I'm dying to know how Stephanie got the name Goddess of Love. <laughs> Please do tell <laughs> <laughs> at some point. I have Any no pointers. <laughs> no, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> oh, she might not know, but we do. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll fill you in on that later. Oh goodness! Yeah, I gotta yeah. Just make sure I leave first. It's just oh, it's no. actually stitched into the in, into the back of her underwear. Yeah. That's, okay, well, that's better than I've, a tramp stamp. It is. I mean, so it probably came from camp. We don't know. Oh, who told you that? <laughs> it's been spreading rumors. Oh, Lord. That would be me. I See, I can't rat you out. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he hadn't verified it, but. That would be a really funny tramp stamp, though. Can you imagine? Goddess like, of love. Goddess yeah, of like, love. how would you feel? Would you go forward or would you back out? I mean, like, oh, like, yeah, I don't wait, know. Um, I need to, like. Depending on what you're talking about, <laughs> I know exactly how that's going to go. Goddess of love. He doesn't. He, logistics is not a strong point, so he has no idea how that's going to go. We're talking for that matter. We're talking. Yeah. Hey, so, what are we talking about? Uh, well, we are drinking Texas, so. Mike, tell us what we got to drink today. Oh, yeah. So we got a few uh, things for people to choose from. A couple of my favorites. Uh, a recent, uh, we took a recent visit down to uh, Spirit of Texas Distillery in Pflugerville and picked up this nice single malt whiskey. Uh, it's a gold medal winner. I don't know if you know this, but it's a gold medal winner at the um, San Francisco Spirits Competition. Um, for those who like bourbon, I got a little Angel's Envy. That's a bourbon. Yeah, you might get some argument on that because it's finished in port wine barrels, but that's what makes it a little extra special, a little sweet. And then for uh, the people who appreciate Irish whiskey and uh, writers, a little writer's tears, copper pot, uh, straight Irish whiskey. And that's uh, especially on the table for Shannon. Because she loves writers. And she cries a lot. She cries a lot, and she's Irish. Can I correct you, please? I don't love writers. I love writing. You love a writer. I, yeah, although I've never loved a writer like one-on-one. Oh, I wasn't talking about making <laughs> love to a writer. And, and in fact, my favorite writer, it was just pointed out to me recently that if, if we ever met, he would have hated me. Because you're female? Because we would have like totally clashed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's in, but you love his work. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going to get to who your favorite writer oh, yes. is okay. here in a little while. Um, do you want to want to take a quick break, get our drinks, yes. and then come back yes. and, and uh, with the random question of the day? Okay, we'll do that. All right. We'll be right back after these words. If you drink and drive, it's not just your plans for the evening that get messed up. It's your plans for the future. We're talking fines and fees that will keep you broke for a long time. We're talking about having to ask friends and frenemies for rides for months. And that career you were thinking about? Well, DWIs can show up on background checks and they don't make your resume any better. So think of a better plan, okay? Don't lose control of your future with a DWI. Plan a sober ride before you go out so you don't drink, drive, go to jail. Plan while you can at SoberRides.org. A message from TechStot. And we're back. Everybody's got their drinks. Uh, Let's go around the table, see what everybody has and what they think of it. Shannon? I chose the writer's tears, and um, it is surprisingly smooth. Yeah, also, I haven't had whiskey in a really long time. Like, I think it's been probably like um, I don't know six years ever since I had that white horse you incident. Literally, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't like I haven't had any. Oh yeah, because yeah. So bad. she stole a white horse and rode it around town, <laughs> just like, like just that. like Lady Guinevere. No, Godiva. <laughs> Godiva. 
Yeah. Like the chocolates. Lady this Gaga. is really smooth. It's like surprisingly smooth. I really See, like that's it. That's the thing. I really like I, it. Because Irish whiskeys, you know, they're, they're lower in alcohol than a lot of the other ones. And they're, they're, most of them are blends and they're, a lot of them are very smooth. But this one just, just ups the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's the best. Makes you want to cry really and yeah. write down all your <laughs> all your emotional thoughts. Yeah. Sort of a little bit. Journal, journal yeah. a little. It's oh, a yeah, good no, way to get rid of You get three glasses into that and you'll, you'll start journaling. Don't worry. So, Stephanie, goddess of love. I went with the Pfluger. <laughs> That's right. I did it. Pfluger. Yeah. The uh, Spirit of Texas. It's it's smoky, smooth. I like it. I like it. It's <laughs> this puff pu fantastic. It's puff fantastic. <laughs> Mike. Mike, what'd you go with? I went off the board. I just I realized that it's hatch chili season, so I picked out a can of uh, Ranger Creek San Antonio Hatch Lager beer. Nice light lager with a nice. Spicy hatch chilies. Nice. So and, it's, and it it's is, like it's like a meal in a can. Yeah, and it is hatch chili season. It, that's that's yeah. So that's so it's perfect. I love the season. Perfect time for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hatch hatch season comes just before deer season, and the hatch are just a lot easier to get. Well, yeah, they they don't move because you just go to the store, yeah. pick them up, versus you know having the work and no, hunt. that's no. not how I've been doing it. But okay, oh. you can yeah. actually go to H E B right now in Pflugerville, <laughs> and you can buy a hatch tree. Hatch tree for ten dollars. I got one for my bookkeeper, and then just gonna put lights on it and celebrate Christmas early. And yeah, I mean, yeah. they're <laughs> like the, almost all of them have like four or five hatch chilies already hanging. Really, you can just go buy one. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, what about you, Chip? <laughs> what uh, What are you drinking? So, I'm also drinking the uh, Fluger Single Malt. We went out there, saw those guys this weekend, like you said, and they are fantastic. Mike and Sean are doing a great job out there. If you if you live in the Fluggerville area or the Austin area, run by and see them. They've got it's air conditioned. Um, big big plus. They're about mm -hmm. to start doing some concerts out there. They've got a big stage in the back. They do uh, comedians on the weekends. Yes. Where, what is it? Where is this? It's right behind Uncle Gary's off of what is that? I thirty thirty one thirty right okay. off the toll right road. The toll yeah. road. Okay. What's um, the name of it? It's called Spirit of Texas. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's a great place, and they're about to start brewing beer as well. Yeah. So right now they have rum. That's cool. They have a really good rum. They have a really great pecan rum and and this whiskey. Uh, and of course the the, uh, the list of mixed drinks goes on and on. I mean um, they, they've they've really put together a nice list of of yeah okay. See now Mistress Vicky's giving me those eyes. Yeah she she had a few this weekend. Yeah and they were they it's a, it's just a great place. They're wonderful people. Um, go check them out. They do they. Their whiskey's fantastic. Their uh, mixed drinks are... Or just trust us. Yeah, trust us. Just go out there and check them out. Do you guys want to go after this? Oh, we could, but they're not open. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a weekend thing. Yeah, definitely. Mistress Vicky, what do you have? So oh, she is, uh, being Miss Vicky, she is drinking both the Angel's Envy and Rose City IPA from True Vine out in Tyler, Texas. Now, if you haven't had Rose City IPA... It is double dry hopped. It is a great IPA. It's hard to find around here, but if you do find it, grab it. They also have, what is it, mermaids and... Unicorns. Unicorns. Yeah. Yes, mermaids and unicorns. It's a blonde, and it huh. is great. It's one of... It's uh, anytime I can get a hold of it. Anytime what, you the get mermaid a hold or of, the blonde? Yes. Yes. And, and the unicorn. And the unicorn. Yes. Mm -hmm. Can I say something? Uh, it, no, you can wait, say everything. No. Um, okay. Stephanie, are you a mermaid or a unicorn? Oh, I'm totally a mermaid. <gasps> Me too. I love being in the water. <laughs> Me too. I love being in the water. <laughs> okay. <thank you>. Right. <laughs> we just learned something. <laughs> oh, that's on film. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, Mike, uh, you always do random questions. Are, are you ready for a random question? I'm ready for a random question. And, uh, you know, keeping our guest in mind, I'm going to go right out here and let you talk about it. Do you have a favorite writer? <laughs> yes, I do <laughs> have a favorite writer. Don't, don't say Dr. Seuss because that's, that's, that's his. Mm -hmm. That's Chips. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Seuss is, that's a good one. Um, and with like uh, most everything in my life, I kind of pick just one and stick to it for life. I don't mm -hmm. mean to do that, but like uh, my favorite band, Locked In at 14, still same one. Um, Charles Which Bukowski. is? Hold on. Wait, which yeah. is? Violent Femmes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And That's I mean, fair. still, you know, like, yeah. I, and, and, and same thing with Bukowski. I found him when I was 25 and 20, well, almost 20 years later, I, it's still like, 
I cannot get enough. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I was reading them at two o'clock in the morning last night and I find something new still every time and I still have to put the book down and really think about the things that I'm reading and why did I love that sentence so much? Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, he's just phenomenal. Are you guys familiar? Have y'all no, read him? I was going to ask for like a So he, he basically like, maybe? well, I mean, he, 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 his writing was um, in the genre I would consider to be creative nonfiction, which okay. is a genre that a lot of people don't even consider to be a real genre but it is um it's just going to take some time but creative nonfiction is like telling real stories it's just a little touch of flair so maybe mm. like you tell a story about a fight you got into at a bar but when you tell the story you kicked his ass you just happened to get a broken nose you know what i mean like uh, but it's all but it's all loosely a tad bit loosely based on nonfiction. yeah okay. creative nonfiction. and so um but that's my favorite genre of writing, but mm -hmm. then um, also uh, the way that he writes specifically is very stripped down and very like um, he's a minimalist with his mm -hmm. words. Mm -hmm. And so like whereas like some writers would say like I flowed through the door and sashayed my way across the room, he would say I walked in the room. You know what I mean? Like he right. strips it down. He strips it down. Bare like minimal. No wasted words. And he and also like he he writes the way that we talk each other, right? Yeah. And also he had like um uh, ab he had like absolute conviction and and integrity and uh respected the integrity of the arts. Like he mm -hmm. kept things pure and it was all about like the soul of it. Mm -hmm. And he never lost that, not even when he became well known and okay. uh wealthy. All the way to his death, he he kept that. He stayed in his truth the entire. He didn't his change entire... his approach or anything. No, like he didn't. That. Of course, his subject changed because he became an old man, right? Mm -hmm. And also, I want to say, sorry, this is just my favorite subject in the world. Also, I want to say that a lot of people, like uh, especially uh, women and especially like um, liberal women, mistake no everyone mistakes him for a misogynist. And like, so I've been asked many times, like, how could you like this guy? Like, he is such a misogynist. Um, um, which, in my opinion, is not true at all. Mm -hmm. And, I, and like, I have my own theory and perspective on that. And mm -hmm. I'll stop there and y'all can ask me if you want to know more. About and and it's, it's, pro it's pronounced masseuse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. Um, wow. Uh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, top that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I couldn't possibly. I, I, I really can't, unfortunately. I have favorites. Um, as far as like, well, whatever. What I've been more reading, what I have been reading more lately mm -hmm. is Neil Gaiman. I thought I, she was going Daniel Steele. Mm -hmm. No, Nora no. Rogers. My Harlequin is a totally different author. Let's, <laughs> we're not talking about those. But the... Um, I like one of my first uh, graphic novel books was Sandman. And the way it, he did Sandman was just, oh, it was just so different. I love that fantasy. My favorite genre is the fantasy sci-fi kind of thing. So um, like reading him, it's, it's bizarre and twisted and dark, but still light at some points. I really enjoy that. That's awesome. Mike? Um, I don't really like to read, which you know. No, you I'm a writer. I've been a writer you, most of my life. You can't. You can't. You can't most. say that you're my favorite. Like I'm, I'm, done, I'm my I, favorite. No, 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 I'm not my favorite. <laughs> and I've done most types. Uh, this about is the, the funnest conversation. About the only thing I've never written really is a song and a novel. Those are the two things I haven't I haven't attempted yet. Um, but. Uh, what I've noticed over time, and especially with uh, um, you know the criticism I, I get, the criticism I get from from my wife when she reads my stuff, <laughs> is, is I've realized that I, I tend to write in a rhythm. I tend to write in rhythms. Um, you could change words. You could change the, uh, the way I, the way I present something, and it sometimes it takes me a long time just to come up with with a sentence or, or so, um, because it has to sound right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's just watching. It, it has to sound right. It has to feel right. And so once once I'm happy with it, don't change it because it, it, you know it hits beats. Okay. okay. So so I've learned that about myself. Mm -hmm. um, what I've realized is is that I I like to read that too. And the best I found I don't know if you're gonna uh, know this one W P Kinsella. He I do a, not. He's a Canadian, and he's really famous for if you've seen the movie Field of Dreams, he wrote the book Shoeless Joe. And he's written a number of other books, and, and his topics are primarily baseball and mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But it's not the subject matter that, that attracts me to his writing so much as the cadence of it, the, the sound, the feel. It's, it's when, when I read his books. When, oh, I, read, when I read Shoeless Joe uh-huh. years before the movie came out, I mean, that, that, that killed me. That was awesome. So if you watch the movie, and most people will choke up and cry at the movie. Mm-hmm. No, read that book. Holy cow. He just, he, okay. hits, he hits all the notes. Uh, he, he did another book. Uh, his big novel before Shoeless Joe was the Iowa Baseball Confederacy about, uh, you know, he, he, he being a writer and his best friend who was a former ball player who almost made the major leagues, who was really good but not quite good enough. Okay. And they, 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 fall, they fall into this pot, like they're driving through Iowa and they just kind of drive into this town, Twilight Zone, and they're in like 1907. And, uh, and the two town, the, two town, uh, the rivals are, are, are getting ready to play this big old baseball game and his buddy goes into play and becomes this timeless legend because he's playing in 1907. It's, it's, oh. really, it's really hard to describe. But and it, it, again, it's not, to me, it's not the story that's great so much as reading the story because you just, or I do anyway, I just feel it. It's just like, wow, you know? So it doesn't write enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, really good. Try it. To write? No, no, just read. Just try, oh, okay. Just try yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, okay. I'm Wait, trying. so I, I, um, my son was called two times in a row and so I had to say, is this an emergency? Because you know what I'm doing right now. Um, it's not, he forgot. Yeah, we, so I, but so I, I'm sorry, I might have missed something, but what I won't, you, you were saying that you, about your writing mm-hmm. and I understood the, the cadence mm-hmm. and like the rhythm and, and I understood what you were saying about the word selection, if you change yeah. one thing, then you're changing the whole fucking flow right. and the whole like, <laughs> right, and right, then the right. numbers are off. Right. Right. But, right. but like, what what like speci- what what type of stuff do you write? Do you write about like yesterday I was at the store and this happened? Or no, do you, do no. You... Most mostly it's um, mostly it's articles. I do some magazine articles. I, I used to write. I used, I was a journalist, not really, but I worked for a newspaper, so I, I did uh, I, I did a lot of reporting. But even when I'm just giving you the results of last night's game, it has to go in a certain order. It's got to have a certain. Flow. So it's reporting style. That it's you... well, but yeah, but I do features as well. You know, I do a, a lot of magazine styles which is a little different i you mm-hmm. know short story style yeah i've never done anything like i said i've never tried to do a song and i've never done a novel but i've done a, a little bit of it. I've, I've even done a, a, like television news where, where you, you, know, you write the spots for the anchor for the anchors to read on the air can i ask you something okay do you do this like um do you write regularly like do you write every day or no, like no, no. once a month it happens when, or you just kind of but, God, this is really hold gonna... on real, real quick i just want to throw this out you, you know you don't have to raise your hand well, I cause you, you can just you can I just mean, ask the question. Just, yeah. I just I know this is y'all's thing. I'm just no. This like, is I, this is uh, we're us thing right yeah, now. This okay, is, cool. This is our our time together. Okay. So yeah, don't don't raise your hand. Just ask. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> JD just How, took them. Don't no, don't you're, take them. <laughs> yeah. He did give us an eye to Captain yeah. Now. <laughs> we love JD. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I don't. That's that's. That's the problem. That's that's the great tragedy. Is is that I can write. I don't like to, so I don't. Uh, if someone asks me to, if I get an assignment, uh, you know, hey, can you do? Yeah, I can do that. But yeah. but for my own enjoyment, I've I've I don't. And and by the way, um, he procrastinates the shit out of it too. Oh, yeah. So it, my best it, writing comes when it's due now. All right, give me twenty minutes. I want to say something to you. Like um, you, again, you don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> that might just keep happening. Um, <laughs> Let her do it. I know that we still need to hear from you about your favorite writer. I mean, we don't need to, but um, but we I want to say because I might forget. But uh, Chad Holt, uh, did any of you guys know Chad Holt mm. in Austin? He was the creator of uh, Whoopsie Magazine. Really good writer. Um, I've never heard of Whoopsie Magazine. Person that I knew magazine. in Austin. Um, but anyway, he he was like a counterculture uh, music scene writer and and just a crazy mother. And uh, <laughs> but he died yesterday. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, um, let's let's have this straight. Like, let's have this straight yeah, to him. Cheers yeah, to him. Yeah. Chad Holt. Yeah, Chad Holt. Here's to Chad Holt. Hell yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. That that was with the Irish tears, not the uh, not the uh, not the beer. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm switching over. Yeah, there As you it go. should be with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, no joke. This is this is the most serious conversation we've had on our podcast yeah, actually, yet. Yeah, it's kind of which I mean, it's, it's kind really of fun. Looking forward to hearing you talk about writing. Um. Well, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I've I've written I've written hooks. I've never written a full song. Um. And a bunch of dirty shit, but... Um, no. Yeah. You inappropriate? Oh, oh my goodness. I'm you, shocked. By the way, you've, you've never let me unleash my mind, and I never will you're, around you. Well, you're um, Irish, so, I mean, technically those are limericks, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, if anybody actually knew what my mind was thinking, I would probably be put away. But, um, yeah, 
I would like to say Mick Foley uh, <laughs> as my favorite writer. Mankind, he's a wrestler. I won't because that would not be true. Um, Michael Crichton, though, is oh, is my favorite. He is good. I just read um, Timeline. Yep. Blew my mind. Just oh, yeah. the idea and the, the research that he did. I haven't read um, Jurassic Park yet. That's that's on the list. And, That's a good and one. You just you just told everybody who who Michael Crichton is. If you if you don't know, he wrote Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's called The Lost World. That was the second yeah. one. Actually, yeah, the second one. Yeah, there's there's two of them. Mm-hmm. I thought the first book was actually called The Lost uh, World. And they changed it to Jurassic Park. There's uh, no way to tell. We have no technology yeah, to find yeah, this out. Someone had a a series of tubes connected together in a web-like yeah, formation. No, uh, like it's Google okay. Or yeah, it's weird. Yeah. We're never going to be able to. But yes, that's a good one. Yeah, Michael Crichton is is uh, my favorite. It, when it, when I pick up one of his books, I can't even put them down. That's why I try not to read it because I'll, I'll never stop. And it's uh, ignorance is bliss to me. What is so, uh, what's y'all's favorite format? Or like a book or do you? Yes. Oh, real books. Real books. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The smell of an old book mm-hmm. is my favorite. Or even yeah. a new book. Smell of a book. Oh, just just, a, yeah. just in general. Oh yeah. I so, I can I have read the electronic versions, yeah. but I always, it's not the same. It's not the same, and Just I always go a, back. Turning a page yes. is so guys, nice. You guys uh, bend your uh, paperback covers all the way back. You just dig so in I, and like I, break I the actually and dig in. <laughs> no. jo- don't yeah, ever no. borrow Joanne's books and do that. She'll hurt you. Oh, I, got it. I actually love hardbacks better. Really? Yeah, I I much prefer hardbacks. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's, it makes I mean, them for for me. They're they're easier to hold, and and I just I just love the the feel of a hardback book. So I I tear my books up, and I'm sorry. So here here's how I made peace with, and, so, and like made an excuse for doing this. So my like I prefer paperbacks because I like to take them and hold them back like that. And I mean I really get in there. Yeah. And here's oh, wow. how I just yeah I mean like I bend it all the way back, and I just like if I break this on, well I do, and like and I really get in here. And here's why I decided that this is okay because I I decided a couple of years ago I was like man if I was the writer of this book. I would want somebody to dig in that hard, and if and if they bought my book, I'd want them to enjoy it so much that they like use it any they way just they want. Can't wanted. put it down, so one hand only doing something. Yeah, but I also feel guilty, but like I know it's wrong, and every time I do it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm destroying something beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I do it anyway because that's how I really love to like I like to hold it one thing at a time. You know, yeah. so you know, there's that point that you get like to the middle of the book now both sides can be flipped right over, like, yes and like yeah. so so my grandmother uh, the older she has gotten she's 94 now 93 94 96. is she 96 holy crap but uh, owe her a couple of cards it sounds like yeah probably mm-hmm. i owe i owe her a lot but um she had to move to a kindle because she can't read the smaller books anymore and she can she can blow it up right and she still reads to this day every every day she reads so, at least a that book is so cool. that's yeah. awesome i had to i mean and and i don't when i say this i don't mind going over there i love going to see my grandmother and my mom but uh i had to go over <laughs> she accidentally pressed the wrong button and couldn't figure out how to get back to the book oh. and it was just a Hit the back button, but she couldn't see it. <laughs> so I had oh, to, because it was, so yeah, it was so small. So did like reading glasses no longer could like. No, she she still has reading glasses. She just has to blow the blow the uh, screen up so she can see the words bigger. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool that she reads. Oh yeah. yeah, every day she reads. So getting back to the that way you abuse books, see, I can, I can't do that, but because that's the way I I was raised reading. The mm-hmm. first things I read as a child were like the backs of baseball cards and comic books and. You just don't, even as a little kid, I, I wasn't saving them for money at the time, mm-hmm. but as a little kid, I would just, I'd be so careful with these all the time. So when I started reading books, I kind of treated them the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, that um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the liberation from that was uh, as a teen, uh, a, a friend of my, uh, of my aunt's worked in a bookstore. I don't know if you know this, but when uh, they, they have overruns or they have books or that they're getting rid of, they just tear the covers off. Yes. Yeah, so they tear the cover off and they just give them away. So I got a bunch of those. So yeah, I didn't care that how. That would be the liberation for that. I totally. didn't care how yeah. I treated oh, yeah. those. Yeah. I knew that. Um, I actually saw that in a movie. I can't remember which movie, but I saw that in a movie. That's where I learned that they tear the. And I think I would feel like the, the actual front, the front yeah. cover, the cover. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then they mail that back to the publisher so that the publisher knows they didn't sell it, so they get reimbursed for that book for those Interesting. books without having to like mail back a big ton of books. Right. I think that like, I think that movie you're thinking of is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh. 
Yeah. I don't know. It absolutely wasn't. No. Uh, I, don't, I have no idea. I'm not but, too good. But, at... And by the way, uh, Mistress Vicky's favorite author, I believe, is Dean Koontz. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Dean so, that is a good one. Yeah, we don't let her talk too much, but I'm just throwing that out there for her. Yeah, why don't why don't y'all let Vicky talk very much? I've noticed that you, you've, you've, got you've like heard a, her voice, right? You, yeah, <laughs> oh, she's she's in charge of everything else because mm-hmm. she likes to. She likes psh- to, yeah. She just likes to crap the whip and. I have to man. It's not quite crap a team the whip. You guys have crack. here. This is uh, it's pretty impressive. Oh. I gotta say. All right, but but since she doesn't have a voice here, what's your favorite Dean Koontz book? Yeah, Midnight. Midnight. Ooh, that one's good. Midnight's good. Because, so if you didn't hear that, it was the very first book book that she read all the way through. And it was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, she fell in. She and it was fell by choice. That's you? Yeah. my favorite book mm-hmm. in general. No, no, Dean Koontz. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm currently in the process of rereading all the Dean Koontz that I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think that's a Stephen King. <laughs> so it's. it's that, was, that was perfect. Yeah. Now, Phantoms? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's a good one. S- Stephen King, though. No, right? no, no, no. That's good. So, Phantoms is Koontz. Phantoms is so good. Mm-hmm. I'll just check that one out, actually. No, I don't. I, you pointed to me. I don't. I don't read fiction mm. at all. In fact, I I I, re- I remember mm. reading a fiction book when I was eighteen. Well, you you read fictional and nonfiction. I got a tattoo on my ass. Y'all want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I actually did. I got a tattoo of the, of the like what the book meant to me. Oh, so okay. It, it was like a. I mean, I could go into it, but I won't. But it, anyway, it's there now forever. But yeah, at the uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I think what. Well, no, at the end of that book, though, I think uh, Horton was able to show everybody that the Who's did exist. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they were a band. Yeah, they were a band. <laughs> and a really good band at well, that. Before we get out of the Dean Coons, I'm just going to say real quick, because he's not my favorite. I don't obsess about him or anything, but the first book I read was Lightning, which uh, was, is, is a, a time just, travel book. I just finished uh, that one. And, and who knew? I love time travel. Uh, but my favorite story is Odd Thomas. Is anybody who can commune with the dead? is kind of my hero. But my favorite one is the Frankenstein series, which he wrote as novels and then published as comic books and uh, true story of Frankenstein and the doctor who, who made himself immortal after experimenting on the monster. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. So uh, while our minds are blown, yeah. Mike's knowledge of obscurity... You know, I'm when, just kidding. When, you, when we close this up and y'all head home, I, I think Shannon and I are going to talk for a while longer. Not if it's about fiction. Ooh, burn. <laughs> uh, right. Maybe well, it'll be so about that tattoo on her this. ass. Well, I've got a PlayStation too. So. I just uh, wa- I just read my first nonfiction book for the first time since college. I haven't. Ha- it's all fiction that I have, and it was given to me. And it was very interesting. By? It, was, it was by. Um, no, who was it given to you by? Oh, let's not talk about that. Oh, no. I was going to guess Santa, but okay. No, princes of let's, love. Let's just say, let's just say it was it's Santa. Goddess, goddess, goddess. Um, what kind of what, oh, what was oh, the book uh, or what was it about? A uh, Twelve Rules of Life. James Jordan Patterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. So self help. Yes. Mm. Oh, sweet Is it, Mary. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, on that note, we're going to... Time to go. I need to yeah, refill On that drink. note, we need, we need to, to uh, refill our drinks. All right, so we will be right back. And on the other side, we're going to get into uh, what Shannon does for a living. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. I've always wanted to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't know, you're going to want to know. So we'll be right back, right after this. Yeah. All right, and we're back with you Shannon. Oh, sweet shit. <laughs> <laughs> Work it now. Do that thing and make love to Camera work. Sorry. All right, and we're back with Shannon Bajant. Oh, 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 wow. I just got back. Are we back? Just got back, Mike. Good, because I we're just back. got back. What, what, were you in the all bathroom? Right, no, Where yeah, were you? No, just carry we're on. Back. All right, all right. We're, we're here with Shannon Bajant from the uh, Black Sparrow Music Parlor in Taylor, Texas. Mike. Yeah? Tell us why we have Shannon on the show. Well... Uh, she owns this place out in Taylor, Texas, of all places. It is really kind of interesting and really kind of fun. And one of the places we like to go to. We uh, really do. We really do. And we're going to ask her uh, where it came from, why it is, and how you do it. And, and if you could describe it. I mean... What uh, is it? Yeah. I'm thinking, Shannon. for some reason, I'm thinking it's a bar, but then I'm like, no, it's a music venue? It's a music venue. In, okay. in Taylor. All places. I'll start with um, how it came to be, maybe? Sure. Okay. Um, How it came to be. So when we were on the break, we were all talking about our fathers, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that's a really good place to start. 
not to make it too like long winded, but I think that like my, my father was a farmer and a rancher and I was raised that way, mm-hmm. which is essentially being raised by an entrepreneur and not really knowing anything other than that, you know, like a uh, firsthand experience in life was like, um, you know, with my dad who worked for himself and did as he, you know, he ran his own schedule every day. And I think that was kind of ingrained in me was to like kind of follow your heart and create your own life. So that's always been a part of me. I fell into working in music when I was um, probably, I guess, 20 years old, mm-hmm. maybe 21. So just so three years really, ago. Yeah, just a few years <laughs> ago, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't really done anything else in my life other than work in music. And I, it's just something that I kept doing. And, and um, it worked with my personality because every job was a um, contract job. So every job that I ever have done has lasted somewhere between a day and three months. Like I've okay. never had like a full on oh, that blows my mind. job in my life. Like That's I've never like yeah. been, you know, fully committed. I've always been committed for, well, fully committed, but only for like a certain amount of time. And I don't think I could have ever lived any other way, which I think is how, why and how the music industry worked for me. And then also I had like a really deep passion for uh, music. Um, And then I hit my 40s. In, <laughs> indeed. Actually, I think I was 39 when I, op- yeah, I was 39 or 38 when I built Thir- the Sparrow. I think it was 38. I think it was 38. Yeah. Yeah, because I... We did a thing. Yes. And yeah, I was. Okay. So I was oh, yeah, we did a thing. We did a thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Poor Shannon. We did an interview back then. Poor yeah. Shannon. No. If, uh, yeah. If you if you go to uh, Drinking Texas TV, you'll see the interview that On Mike YouTube. and I did with Shannon. And uh, there was a special appearance by one of the Dale and Whalen guys on there. Very cool. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, yeah. He shared a seat with me, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing barbecue at your place at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what what happened? So I was thirty eight. I'd been working in music for quite a while, and I couldn't take it anymore. Working for other people's agenda and like doing thing, doing like what I did for the purposes and reasons of you know the people that were hiring me which was almost always exclusively and essentially for money and I really wanted to you know um, live for something like you know integrity and purpose and so um, and then at the same time like I started getting rebellious towards like my um, bosses Right, mm-hmm. so you know where where you start to see Stick your bosses as your peers, all of a sudden, and they're no mm-hmm. longer like above you, but you start to realize, oh wow, all of you, you start to see them for who they are, and mm-hmm. and whereas like something they may have said to you five years ago um, that was rude, you would take that as constructive criticism, like oh right. I need to change this about myself. I started seeing it as you know that was rude and out of line. Like I started to see my bosses as peers mm-hmm. and no longer as like I was losing like that. Respect. I don't. I guess. Okay. Um, so when that started to happen, I knew that it was time for me to like get something started on my own. May, may I throw something in there? Yeah. You weren't necessarily losing the respect for them. You were gaining respect for yourself. God damn Boom. it! Yes. Yeah. You're. Yeah. You're right. That's true. Yeah. Well yes. said. Um. Yeah. Every now and then. Every now and then, I have a moment. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to um, that later. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. How's it go, Vicky? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm being a little more candid than mm-hmm. I would be if I wasn't drinking whiskey because, like, there's a reason that I don't drink whiskey. Yeah, I'm I don't. Pre- I don't like that reason. I'm a pretty yeah. honest person, like to begin with, but like whiskey just kind of makes me like vomit truth. But, um, yeah, but that's, that is that's really what, what happened. Like, I, I was doing a job and I found myself like talking back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my producer and. More so, I found myself contemplating the rights and wrongs of said producer's stance on certain okay. things. I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, man! I'm like, I'm about to like fight. I gotta, I've gotta like, I've gotta like create something of my own. It's time for me to like." Mm-hmm. And that was something that was driving me crazy. Like, I really wanted to like, you know, do that anyway. Okay. The the Black Sparrow. That's how that happened. No, so, so you utilized your. I mean, you you just cut that. You just cut that short because we're reaching for alcohol over here. It's but okay. um. <laughs> So, so essentially what you did, and if I might paraphrase, if I, cause I've known you long enough that I think that I can, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you. I never would, 
But um, just to you just might to kind of yeah. But but I would never speak for you. Oh, you okay. essentially lived what everybody wants to live. Everybody gets tired yes. of their bosses. Everybody gets tired of working for the man, if you will, and and wants to go out on their own. You actually, as you said, your your dad gave you the balls that you have. You utilize those balls to go find a place in Taylor. Utilize the skills that you had through uh, through the the experience. knowledge that yeah the experience mm-hmm. that you gained. Mm-hmm. Um, through the music industry and decided I can do this shit on my own and found the, I would say the perfect spot in Taylor and went out there and, and just did it. So I'm, please, I'm please, yeah, correct, please correct what? me if I, I'm wrong. I want to, yeah, yeah. That, I also please elaborate say, too like, if you want. Yeah. Like that brought to mind, like one of, one of the proudest moments in my life. And also I want to say like the big secret to it. Like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I like the way you just said all that, but, um, the biggest secret of it is, is sacrifice. Yeah. How willing are you to sacrifice? How, how much are you willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I, I am a follower of my heart, follower of my passion. Like that is, that's my jam. That's what I'm into. Like I, I, I raised a son and I taught him from the time he could understand me and, and probably way before he could understand me. I used to say to him, your number one responsibility in this life is to identify your passion. Your next responsibility is to follow that passion unless you procreate, in which case your spawn becomes your main right. priority until you've raised your kid. And that, and that, you know, I had my son when I was 17. So okay. that was my job. That was my, okay. but I never lost sight of, of my your own passion. passion. Uh-huh. And so as soon as he went off to college, this is what I started doing. You know, I was like, all right, oh, now I can shed okay. these these bosses and shed these jobs. And 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 but it, but it, it's sacrifice. Yeah, you and, have to be willing to live in a van. And, and it's that sac- it's that sacrifice that holds everybody back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody's everybody's comfortable Luxury. with their yeah it's, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's comfortable with the car they're driving. Yeah, everybody's comfortable with the house they're living in. Yeah, I mean we could we could possibly take drinking Texas full time, but Vicky would have to live in a van down by the river. And yeah. I would be, you know, living. <laughs> Which is not that bad of a lifestyle. No, I, would, I mean, I would, I would live in. up in a big grin. And I would live in the house. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But uh, yeah, but you actually went out on a limb and, and well, did it. That's the thing. Anybody can. Well, yeah. Anybody can. I mean, I, you know, I, anybody can if you're willing to sacrifice. And what I see over and over is that that's where people get hung up is they're not right. willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drive. A uh, 2003 pickup truck that was a utility truck for an electric electricity company. I mean, it's like a stripped down two thousand dollar truck. I live in my bar, and that's that's basically what I wanted to get to. Was that like, mm. in order to make this work, I, cu- I couldn't do it otherwise. If I had a house, if I actually lived in a house, I could never do what I'm doing. Mm. I live in my bar, and every single dollar that I I don't even make any dollars, but the dollars that I do and don't make goes right back into that beer supply and paying bands and paying for an audio engineer and paying a door person. Everything that I have, I, I live for that place. And there's no like haircuts and shit like that. I cut my own hair. You know, I, I would like to, you know, get to the point where I can like, you know, go back to having like three meals a day. But it's it is about sacrifice. Yeah. Like it's it's about how willing are you to give up, like, you know, what are you that we, willing to right. give up as well? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I mean, if you... That, I, that's I really like awesome as well. If, yeah. if you're willing to live in a van, you can do anything. And I'm willing to live in a van, you know? Well, but like, you don't have to live in a van. You've got a you've got an RV right in the back of your, your, your place, oh, too, God, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody else can live in the RV. <laughs> I don't know. The smell throws me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be cool as shit if it... I mean, I don't know how much it would cost to fix that damn thing up, but... Not, not. I mean, I don't think it would cost a lot to fix it up. I well, I honest, I think it would probably be about two thousand dollars to fix it up. It you wouldn't think? be that big of a deal. It's just putting the energy into it. But and oh, by the way, she's got a, a what nineteen seventy nine Dodge Vogue uh, RV <laughs> for sale. By the way, it's super cool. Seven thousand dollars if uh, <laughs> you're into. <laughs> I can't you yeah, and great. and by the way, the uh, blue book value on it is ten thousand four hundred. Wow. Yeah, it's on the sticker. I remember stupid shit. Damn, man. Yeah. So um, two thousand three hundred, but that's really close. Yeah, is it two thousand three? Uh-huh. Okay, my bad. I think so. I, I'm, I'll, I'll, yeah, re- recheck that because I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm right. Chip, you. you but you I remember I remember stupid shit yeah. when I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> but if you're interested in that, go to the Black Sparrow um, and contact Shannon about that. We're going to get back to her story. I'm sorry. No, that's weird. Cool. Weird tangent. 
That's awesome. So yeah, all about sacrifice. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask, were you a singer? Are you a singer? So no, when why do you, you say, ask? Well, well, you have a wonderful, why, wonderful thank you. voice. Yeah, on, but you, on the break, she she, she sang. For yeah, us. she kept singing for us. It was wonderful. And, but, and if you go if you go into uh, Music Made Taylor, she sings the opening. Well, mm. so that that like um, yeah, my my love for music definitely started out with. Uh, so if you've been at the Sparrow, you've seen like that. I run a 32 channel Midas analog Midas board. Um, so I, the first thing that I ever learned like that, like the mixer that you have in front of you, do you, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the old analog uh, cassette tape four tracks yeah. that Tascam mm -hmm. used to put out, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my, uh, have y'all ever heard of this condition called um, objective, uh, it's not objectification, it is when you <laughs> I've heard of that. fall in love with objects. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of that? People who fall in love with objects mm -hmm. might have a touch of that. So You, oh. you see the cake plates? Oh! <gasps> That's why I kept looking at you. That's so funny. Oh, and, and you saw Mike's Mike's uh, mug collection or, or pint glass okay. collection. So, okay. yes, they, so, they know this very well. Whiskey. I, so, I also love whiskeys. gear. Like, I yeah. have, like, an intimate relationship with, with like, like, that board. That's the first thing I saw when I walked in. And it's like, oh, don't don't go for it too soon. Like, be, like, you know, say hi to people. And, like, um, but anyway, so my first... Uh, I, so I had a, I had a, I got a Tascam uh, four track. Me and uh, my friend Bill, we went in halves on it. And at the time, we lived out on six acres in Bastrop, and um, it was six acres, and it was nothing but musicians. At one point, we had twenty seven people that lived out there. No shit. And yeah, that's awesome. It's essentially a commune. <laughs> uh, no, it was essentially me paying the bills for a lot of people to live. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's that. Too. Uh, hold on, did they consider okay. you? This, did they consider you? Twenties, by the way. Did they consider you Jesus? <laughs> There was a moment. Um, so Calm you. It, it got weird. Yeah. But anyway, so we had this. Um, we had we we got this four track machine and we set it up in the back room of the. There was a couple of cabins out there in this old trailer house that had holes in the floor and cats would come through and I mean there were like probably twenty five cats out on this property. It was. Yeah. It's a long story. There was a lady. She died there and I. I, I yeah, it was a cat lady, and they were selling the property, and I bought the property from the cat lady, and then she stayed on the property until she died. And then when she did, I took over the trailer, and at any rate, the four-track, um, we set this up, and Bill and I learned together how to use it, and it was, um, I completely fell in love with, like... Okay. The, the, the being Dude. able to create your own music and have mm -hmm. like full access to like tracking things mm -hmm. and, 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 and being able to obsess for do the you, first time. Do you still so have you know it? what he's doing with all that? Totally. Do you, okay. do you still have that track? track? Yeah. Or the four track? No, the four track got stolen. So the land ended up getting, oh, uh, the, somebody broke in, stole all the equipment uh -huh. from it. But I do have some of the recordings um, actually on my phone. Oh, I have some of the cool. songs that I recorded out there on my, and these, this is my 20s. Um, but yeah, I, ha I have some of that music. I'll say again, I have some of that music. And I can show you how to plug it in there and play. Anyway, uh, just in uh, case you're interested. Uh, hey, we are. Maybe maybe we can end the show with some of that music. Um, That'd be cool. I mean, usually usually we're played out with uh, Dale and Waylon, who, if you don't know who they are, are we do <laughs> yeah i um i i just ran into dale of dale and Whalen at the coffee shop when i was on my way over here and uh i was telling him we kind of were making this joke there i was like go. hey wouldn't it be funny if like i interviewed them on their podcast and then and he was like yeah that, that'd be pretty funny well, be yeah you, you know what'd be funny about <laughs> that know? we wouldn't allow it <laughs> no no you wouldn't i see that now i totally yeah. see that now but then whenever i was driving but away she wouldn't allow it she keeps it she definitely oh, yeah, runs that's, a that's, show that's here. mr speaky <laughs> mr. Oh, by, by the way i i'm i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt you just go ahead finish your story um but then whenever i was driving away i was like no i don't want to like do that because like like them interviewing me is gonna be like the closest that i can like have to therapy oh that's oh, nice i want to talk yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. like just like it feels random really good so, to like be asked questions now uh goddess of love did you you had a question did you fit did you finish your question did you find out the answer i think i did Do you so remember you were, the question you, you were yes okay it it wasn't necessarily singing. It wasn't necessarily an instrument. It was more of the overall music of it and the the, the back backside. Back in. Well, I, I feel like and um, stuff. I want. I feel like. I feel like. Um, so, 
Do you no mind one, telling her? Wait, I want to answer yeah, go ahead. that because no go one ahead. ever asks me that. Yeah, and I, okay, and I've, been, I've been working in music for 24, 23 years okay. now. And no one ever asks me that. That's a really personal question. And oh. like, it feels so good to be like okay. recognized instead of like, it's yes. kind of like the opposite of what can you do for me? What can you do for me? What no. can you do for me? And like, um, and I, but like, yeah, my, my first love uh, was making music and, and writing. I mean, I'm obsessed with writing. I don't think a day has ever gone by in my oh, life that I haven't nice. been writing. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, those were definitely mm -hmm. my first like obsessions and loves, and I, I don't know how closer I can get to this. Like, maybe, uh, no, like, I'm just saying, you, you can move that. You can move the I, stand around. I, yeah, I just, if you lean back, like, you can move it with that's you. That's why I'm sitting so close. Yeah. Okay. Um, it helps me, but that's interesting. It was yeah. more of they would, what you're saying is they would do this, do this, do this, but not ask. Well, I, I think that like my, I think that what I do in um, my job is uh, very, uh, mainly very logistical and um, I'm at service. I'm at service to others. Mm -hmm. um, I'm at service to musicians. I'm at service to uh, patrons. Like mm -hmm. my job is to give and to arrange for others. And, and you enjoy this, obviously because you do it uh, well i mean like you, you I mean, started it's you what started, i do yeah, it's what i do the sparrow yeah right? yeah yeah it's You've what i do so much for it yeah so so what what was your what was your background before black sparrow what did you do right before because i i know this but the people that were taught that are listening don't and and uh stephanie doesn't either Okay, so in the event world, um, in music, in the music world, in the mm -hmm. event world, I was either a stage manager or a production manager. And, and that's for um, in the festival world and mm -hmm. in large scale events. Okay. So um, essentially what that meant was um, I was either like in the I was either in charge of a stage mm -hmm. and in charge of the staff that ran audio, lighting, the stagehands and advancing with all the artists or in like large scale events, I was in charge of like uh, bringing in the porta johns, specking the fence line and mm -hmm. bringing in the offices and running the crews and that sort of thing. I had like um, had a very male-dominated job, like uh, very. Uh, she kicked ass as a as a. And if you don't if you don't know Shannon, what are you about five two, five three, five one and three quarters? There you go. See, I was giving you I was giving you some height. Yeah, just a because I because there. I care. Um, <laughs> just kicking ass in a male-dominated uh, world. Okay. Yeah. Sounds which, like it, yeah. yeah. No, because that's how awesome she is. Mm -hmm. And if you ever get a chance to meet Shannon, she will put you in your place, and she will let you know exactly what the fuck's up. And, uh, excuse me, Linnea. And um, <laughs> she is just badass. We love her to death. That's why she's on this on this podcast. Also to say I was never an audio engineer. Everyone thinks that I was an audio engineer in the music industry, but I wasn't. I, I didn't learn how to run like a full board until I started the Sparrow. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I learned it because I had to. Yeah. Okay. I, That's like, awesome. taught myself right there in the Sparrow, but I'd never done that before. That is so awesome. All right. So for anybody who's never been to the Sparrow, what uh, kind of music? Do you have there? So the um, I just want to say I have a hair twirling habit. I I, it's really bad. Like I I I I've done that my whole life. Um, Me too. I, that's how I ended up like God, this. God, I know. I it's, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's next. Um. So. Uh, the so the music the John like the genre is not specific. It's more about like the w if it's good or not, like where the intentions lie. Um, mm -hmm. So I have I would say probably about forty bands a week asking for shows, and I would say I give maybe one or two of those bands per week a show. So I yeah, it's a lot of like. Um, siphoning through that is so sweet you guys can't see this but this sweet puppy dog is just loving on me yeah. you're gonna see it's it so hey. sweet <laughs> so um, so what is the criteria that you're looking for so what i'm looking for like starts with the email and if the email like if the email is personal like whenever i see like copy and pasted emails mm. especially emails that like start to boast about to, their to whom like, it may concern no it's never that <laughs> they plug your name in but like yeah. you can tell 
feel like, it's and when it boasts about like awards that they've won, I like, am, I know that's not for me. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that grabs me is when it's like a personal email, like, Hey, my friend John from such and such band, uh, played the black sparrow, you know, or something that makes it personal. Right. Um, that always grabs my attention or like when there's a reference to something about the sparrow that lets me know that this person actually cares about what I'm doing. And right. it's not just looking like, you know, that's not just sending out 60 emails that day to see who's going to bait. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in people that are interested in what I'm doing and like have like a love or a respect or, you know, interest in like what I'm doing. And then that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, um, is it any good? You know, and then um, the third thing is like, um, from what perspective are they coming? Right. Like, you know, um, intentions, integrity. Right. And that's pretty much it. And if I remember correctly, you're looking for originals. You're not looking for cover bands. No, although like I do do cover bands like maybe once every three months I'll do a cover band because they like. (laughs) <laughs> you said doo doo. Oh God! We're, we're um, adults. Jeez, I just feel like I'm. This is just kind of good. This is going downhill. This is great. No, no actually, no. actually, this is this is fantastic. You're doing great. Um, you really are. The uh, yeah, the cover bands like you like they they um people love them and like you know I forgive me for saying so but like they pack the house and I try to make decisions not based on that at all but based okay. on like um the relationship between the musicians and the mm-hmm. people that are like living for the same you know okay purpose that I am or like you know doing it for the right reasons in my eyes I try to do that but like Cover bands are important too for paying the bills because they do like pack them in, and, right. and so I do that like every three months or so, and um and it's always a good time, you know, like and not to take away from what they do, it's just a different art form than like mm-hmm. you know the other. So I'm not gonna ask you what your favorite bands are that you've had in there because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the bigger bands I, that you've had in because I know oh, okay. and I don't and I don't That's mean fair. I don't mean size wise because I know you've had what a like a 16 to 30 piece big band 18 18 yeah. piece yeah. big this band past brass band was it was yeah. it really no yes way. ma'am oh yes, yeah yes ma'am is oh saxophone God. player I love it as, as so during a break she uh, Stephanie revealed to us that she played saxophone I did yeah. so marching she uh, she revealed it and then um, regretted I, I never <laughs> I have yeah. I've, I've never and I will not admit that I played trombone Oh, oh, nice. Uh-oh. So, so I, we're just going to we're going to forget the drinking podcast and then we're going to start our own music just, band. Just a band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be yes. a it'll be a small big band. Huh? My oh, my triangle. You're going to be the same. My, my, I used to could play guitar, but that was a long My play guitar triangle. Player. Long time. Ago. My play triangle and skin flute. Yeah. Drummer. <laughs> um so as far as like the biggest names, like I, I like I don't even want to go there. I you know I, I know no, I, so because I, like oh, okay so biggest in size of course. Uh, like okay, how about how about this? Who are some of the recent bands? Because I know. Oh, is that what he's trying to get me to say? Because I would love no, to talk actually, about them. No, actually, I was not. But you Oklahoma. Oh. So one of the bands that she's had in there, and if you uh. if you go into the if you go into the Black Sparrow, you'll see a poster on the wall that says Oklahomas, which is just funny as shit. But they're actually a really good punk oh, band. Oh man, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, I would love to talk about them because uh, the Oklahomas are now. See that that's great because there have been some bands that are bigger and and more popular with like the world at large or right. you know like out there mm-hmm. in the world and I, that doesn't really weigh in with me or do anything for me because that's the industry I used to work in right. right now the Oklahomos that does something for me because they are like um, Austin subculture old school heroes right yep and um, so that's Matt Looney is the front guy for the Oklahomos and Matt Looney if you guys know him you know exactly him and I hope that I do this justice but he kind of was like god dare I say like kind of the godfather of like Red River area back in the 90s he was um the door guy he was a door guy down there and he booked a lot of shows down on Red River back in the day and I remember seeing him he doesn't remember me from back then I remember uh seeing him and being terrified of him um he's a massive dude (laughs) and he has a very like um like just how do you say like blunt uh personality like um you know so 
Your typical doorman. Yeah, yeah, but man, he's a uh. he's a badass. And so he's the lead singer of the Oklahomos. Okay. And he's a grandfather now. Is he really? Congratulations. He is. That's he's funny. a grandfather now. And um he uh he also was a was a good friend of Chad Holtz. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I Hold was, on. Here's another drink oh, to Chad Holtz. Geez. Cool. I love that. Yeah, here's oh, Chad. That's right. It's not empty. You that's still I Here, consider that there. still something. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of if he it. if he consider that something. No. Anyway, <laughs> so so uh, not only that, you had a um, you either had or are about to have a band from the '90s punk band come through from uh, a, a band a, a band from the '90s. I believe um, who's who's one of the bands that you're about one of the bigger bands that you're about to have come through. Oh God, I have um, so many. I I have ten bands coming this weekend, so I have no idea. Are you thinking? From suicide? No, no, they wouldn't. That would um, be right. Um, yeah, is we, this like metal or punk? I want to say it's punk. Or, um, we talked about it, and and you don't remember that. So, so by the way, uh, if again we I mentioned this before. Oh wait, if, are you thinking of? Um, you're not thinking of the angry Samoans. No. Um, so, uh, if you, they're if not you, coming, yeah, <laughs> I would not want to cross an if, angry Samoan. No, they're they're huge. But uh, if you don't know, also Shannon does a weekly uh, radio show on Duck Radio out of Taylor, Texas. Okay, we were on there last Thursday. Well, I say last Thursday. I don't know when mm-hmm. this is going to air. We were on there on a Thursday mm-hmm. and uh, she does a fantastic job. So if there's you get a chance, n- no way to verify it, but it was the highest rated show she's ever done. Oh yeah. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> easily, no easily verified because we just verified it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean the, uh, the mayor's wife called in. She for did. God's sake. She, she did. did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Shannon dropped a fuck you motherfucker on there. Where? Not, um, not on the mayor's did. wife. No, not on the mayor's wife. I don't wife. remember that, but I was. I told. do because you were talking about the guys, that, the the uh, the callers that call in. Oh, oh. yes, yeah. that we need to record in in uh, film. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, and again, sorry, Lania. Um, I so apologize. I would get, come give you a hug, and hopefully, don't punch me in the throat. No, she's gonna. Yeah, I know. But um, it was oh gosh, it was a band that you have coming up that you're really excited about. You're one of your heroes, I think. Um, maybe not your heroes. Did I play a song by them? No, mm. it doesn't matter. I don't oh, know. Well. I don't know. She's got a bunch of anyway. So so the point is, <laughs> she's got a bunch of great bands coming up. Look at. Can they find Lots, the bands on tons. the on the on your website? Um, on the website, uh, but on the Facebook page, on the Black Sparrow Music Parlor Facebook page, there's uh, events for everything, and there's links to all the music. And yeah, we have a lot of bands. We have like br- around ten bands per weekend. So I mean, it's all over the place. And like we go, we have everything from like Latin music and and and, and Americana and um, all the way to like the big, big the big bands and the punk and the metal and. And it's just all over the place, and I love all of it so much. Yeah. I, I would say probably that the punk shows are my favorite um, because of the camaraderie and the commitment and the, God, those guys are just so willing to, like, but all of them are, actually. Oh, Every yeah. one yeah. of the musicians that comes in there is like, what do you need? I, I mean, we've just all got each other's back. It's a, it's really freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I really have never seen anything like it. I, and I've I worked in music either. my whole life so, and I've never seen anything like it, the camaraderie that happens in that place. People come in and they're all like ready to jump in and they're so grateful and it's pretty awesome. Were you going to say something, Mike? Well, no. I mean, yes, but no. I I just got into the uh, Texas single malt. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? That's good the one Lord. closest? Good <sighs> Lord. I, I know it's I'm good. just, all right. I'm hoping you can do the rest of this without me, because well, me and Stephanie will. We, wow. Mm. All right, so so we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. This is our last break. Uh, we're gonna come back with Shannon, and probably not with not with Mike because he's done. We're wow. gonna put Mike to bed. We're gonna put Mike to bed uh, <laughs> by himself, and uh, all the girls and me are gonna stay up. Wait, so. what? I didn't agree to that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. You, you just go night night. <laughs> You did. You, you, you were you, so cute. You had that last whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're going to break. We'll be back after this. Hey, this is Steve Peters with Hello Texas, and I'm drinking Texas. And we're back, and we're talking to Shannon Agent, who rhymes with Agent from Black Sparrow Music Parlor. And if you haven't been to Black Sparrow Music Parlor, you need to go. It's like a 
concert venue in South Austin, East Austin, not Dirty Six, but uh, you know that type of area where she gets just eclectic bands that you don't hear all the time, and she's getting a following out in Taylor, Texas, which is ridiculous. Shannon, how yeah. do you get a following from the bands that you get out in, in Taylor, Texas? We, we already talked to you. get an 18-piece big band. You get the Oklahomos. You get country bands. You get um, metal bands. You get... All sorts of different mm-hmm. random Americana. Hey, hey, it's magic, man. It is look, magic. Look, and it's you like have this. It. It's like this. You look at like people like that. It, it's like you look at it like, would you date this? Per- is this a good person? They have good intentions. Shit, that's is what there I'm integrity? Doing wrong. Yeah, no, no, sister, I'm talking to you now. And that, All right, that's, that's why she's the goddess. Where, of you know, where does their integrity lie? Like, what's okay. their what's their life purpose? Do you believe in this person? If the answer is no, I don't like. I don't mess around with it. I don't right. have them on my staff. I don't have them on my stage. I don't want nothing no. to do with it. It's like, is it is this a good person? When you say yes. You know, like this is somebody following their truth. This is somebody doing something for the right following reason. Following their passion. You say yes. Yeah, yeah, following their passion. You say yes. You say yes to that and only that. That's what happens, you know. It, people, and the, people come and like want to be a part of that. And the and, music speaks to them. Yeah. So so music in you are, are excellent. Just excellent, really. Oh, look at you. Look what you did. Oh, I see what you did. Woo. <laughs> Our, I, yeah. Yeah. And, and Mike apparently is still awake. Mike, so what are you doing still awake? <laughs> I'm just listening. Okay, good. Is, that's uh, that's probably is, best uh, for you. This is... Um, wait, yeah, where, just go back to sleep. Where are we? Shh, shh. You're, so, uh, you're so cute. Lord. Anyway. What's when, next, I, when, what's, I was like a, when I was uh, probably about 20, in my mid-20s, my mom wrote me a letter. And in the letter she said, it seems that you and music are synonymous. And I cut that out. I kept it above my bed for all the way, man, probably like 15 years. I slept underneath that statement. Why would you not still have that there? Isn't that cool? Well, because then I my I lived out down in uh, Brushy Creek when the mm-hmm. floods happened. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Holy yeah, so shit. I, I I lost everything right before starting the Black Sparrow. Like I, which is um, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Crazy. And uh, thank God that asshole crazy. got swept away in the floods. Yeah, he didn't get swept away in the floods. He stuck around. The motherfucker came back, and I hired him <laughs> as my general contractor. Shit, are you what serious? Was I thinking. So so uh, we'll get off that love. subject. We'll get off that subject really quick. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, we'll get off that subject. <laughs> But yeah, um, no, no. Who want to go down that no, road? We no, we yeah. no. Who she's dated? Oh, hey, oh, Jesus. Let's no, lie. we're not gonna do that. No, but it, uh, it looks like she had a true love too. Yeah, his name was oh, Chip. Well, it was a really was nice Chip. car his, and, and and some decent hair. His name was Chip, and uh, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Actually, nice Chip, I will say my my hair. very first crush, the first guy that like I had a crush on. I so I didn't tell y'all this, but my, my dad raised me and my brothers in the rodeos showing animals, right? So we would like we did like the rodeo circuits with like showing pigs and mm-hmm. cows. So we were at one rodeo showing our pigs and cows, and my first crush was on this guy named Chip. I still oh, remember yeah. his last name. I was probably like 10. It was Ray. His name was Chip Myers. Wow. Chip if you're out there. I'm still single. <laughs> um, but anyway, Chip showed what me. What you didn't see, he, she was flipping her hair <laughs> and doing those sexy lips. Mm. It was more like obsessively twirling the hair. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, <laughs> nothing sexier than OCD. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, Chip taught me how to rope. Well, actually, I'm left-handed, so it's more like this. And I can still do it, Chip. I can still do it. And I got a rope back in the green room at the Black Sparrow. Oh, my God. This is so bad. Awesome. That's so awesome. No, no. This is greatness. <laughs> fucking whiskey. This is greatness. Uh, my first, so, my I, first crush yes. was a, on a boy named Elijah. I could not remember his last name, well, but hold on. I was, still was wear he a, a necklace Indian? he gave me. Elijah, you know who you are. <laughs> Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride. Yeah, was he a wooden Indian? <laughs> yeah, Elijah. He was a wooden Indian. Standing by the store. Anyway, I still yeah. wear the necklace to oh, this day. Lord. Often. Wow. Yes. Actually, it's not the the pendant. I uh, the the chain broke, but I still have the pendant. Oh, sweet. It's a wow. sweet sterling shit. silver S um rose. Wow. It's because, be- because it's really, I'm it's not really gonna nice. say that I'm not gonna say what the uh, goddess of love 
Love's last name is, but it might rhyme with Rose. I will say that we have some Facebook stalking to do in our future. <laughs> and on that Excellent. note. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny because I've, I've actually never been in love. Joanne. Don't, don't tell Joanne. Joanne. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I your mean, wife you is like standing right behind <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn right it. Right put, behind put you. Put the are you are you talking about with a, with a human, right? Because I know you love whiskey. I do love whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. Most of them. But most of them. All the ones that are on the table. Yes. My old boss used to say that I had an unhealthy relationship with objects, namely printer <laughs> in our office, which I still like have feelings for. And Only because my you said on it. Task him, I still love a lot. And my Midas, like, whew, I like bruised myself up pretty bad once when a dude went and touched my Midas board without asking. Oh. And did you um, drop shame on him or what? I love my microphones a lot, <laughs> but you have to be hey, willing hey. to share those. Brown chicken, brown, brown. I'm getting attached to yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, Sorry. We, we will. I know it's this, your microphone. This has been, this has actually been so much fun. We're probably going to have you back here pretty yes. soon. Yes. I'm yeah, pretty soon. willing to join the team anytime, especially if it means like getting to get more familiar with the, your equipment on a daily hey basis. Hey, now. <laughs> You can well, get familiar. No, 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 she's talking about have, the sound. No, I was, I was going to say you can get familiar with my equipment Not anytime. That, no, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you very much for joining us. This has been so much fun. Oh, this my gosh. This has been so much fun. This, is, this has been one of the top four interviews that we've had on our top podcast. Top four? Who was the other three? Well, uh, we've, we've only, only, we've we've only, only done four. four so. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, you are so cute. <laughs> yeah, we we love you to death. Oh, so no, go amazing. out, yeah, go out, check out the Black Sparrow Music Parlor. Um, tell them drinking Texas sent you. Um, and even even if you just think it's a Jack Sparrow Parlor, go anyway. Yeah, it's not. No, actually, it's if not. you think oh, it's a Jack Sparrow Parlor, you're you still don't gonna, need to go. You're still gonna have okay. a good time. But, We're but, good. But if you get that it's not a Jack Sparrow Parlor. And you tell them that Drinking Texas sent you, I might let you touch my Midas board. Oh, no, don't, no. don't, don't ever, do that. Yeah, but no, then, I just touch it with my supervision. Yeah, oh. but, yeah. but then she'll drop kick you. <laughs> oh, uh, so we're going we're gonna to say uh, thank you to... Awesome. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to say thank you to Shannon for joining us because we had a great time. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we love Shannon. Oh, Go. It was a good time. Yeah. And, and we're going we're gonna to tell Stephanie to just pipe down, stop it. And that's why we're cutting Mike's microphone off and um if if you if you get a chance go by the black sparrow you're not going to regret it say hi to stephanie don't say hi to stephanie say hi to shannon Shannon. good god say and uh we're gonna we're gonna play this out with uh some music from the old four track that shannon used to have uh, shannon you mind playing us out yeah